This is Matt Anderson with the Physical Rehab and Performance Minute. Today I want to talk about identifying different types of pain and how that can influence uh, intervention with physical therapy. So this is based on a series of three articles by Smart and his colleagues in 2012 in Manual Therapy. And the articles were titled Symptoms of Clinic and Clinical Features of Either Nociceptive, Neuropathic, or Central Sensitization Pain. Um, the first one is nociceptive pain, and this is probably the one that most people are more familiar with. Um, easily recognized by clinicians, usually um, a consistent mechanism of injury or trauma. Um, and the cluster that I'm getting ready to discuss, um, the these features are 100 times more likely to actually accurately predict a classification of nociceptive pain um, so there's there's four pieces to this part. So proportionate pain, meaning they ha- a, a person has an injury and the expected amount of pain they have um, is, is normal. It's not excessive. It's not 10 out of 10 laying on the floor crying if they um, stub their toe, that kind of thing. There are specific aggravating and easing factors, meaning there are things that flare the pain up and things that help to calm the pain down. So more of a mechanical presentation. The pain is intermittent or comes and goes, and it can be described as sharp, dull, ache, or throb at rest. And then uh, the absence of night pain, dysesthesia, burning, shooting, or electric type pain. So if if those four pieces are um, found in the exam, it's more likely that the pain is nociceptive, and that's kind of the... Um, the system that warns our body that something could be wrong. So it's the danger signals um, that get sent to the brain to um, be processed. The second piece is peripheral neurogenic or neuropathic pain. And this uh, three-part cluster indicates that patients are 150 times more likely to have a peripheral neurogenic or neuropathic pain problem. So pain in a dermatomal or cutaneous distribution Um, either a pattern coming from the nerves exiting the spine or a more distal uh, possible compression of the nervous system. Positive neurodynamic tests, so slump test, straight leg raise with biases for the more different distal nerves, and then palpation along those nerve pathways, and then history of nerve pathology or compromise um, and that could be a variety of injuries or uh, compressive problems. So those three make it much more likely that peripheral neurogenic or neuropathic pain is the problem. And then central sensitization pain, um, the four-part cluster that I'm getting ready to discuss makes it 486 times more likely that uh, central sensitization is the primary cause of pain. Disproportionate pain, so if you get a, a paper cut and de- describe the pain as 10 out of 10, that's, that would be disproportionate. Disproportionate aggravating and easing factors. So um, it could be light touch or um, mildly increased temperatures or those kind of things. Uh, disproportionate response to those things that shouldn't be uh, pain-provoking. Diffuse palpation tenderness, meaning a large area of the body has tenderness with uh, to touch and then psychosocial issues those are what we describe as yellow flags such as um, depression anxiety 
anger issues, PTSD, those type of factors. So those four uh, pieces make it much more likely that central sensitization is the primary pain mechanism. The treatment for these pieces or each type of pain is very different, um, although they can all they can overlap, and they in most cases they do overlap. Um, but with primary nociceptive pain, the the mechanisms can be fairly easy for not easy, but uh, more more defined as far as treatment because we can find the easing factors, focus on those those factors in the beginning. So in let's say a McKinsey method, we would uh, focus on usually extension biased exercises to reduce symptoms to centralize systems um, and then work on any impairments that surround that area that could be contributing in peripheral neurogenic or neuropathic problems we probably would do some form of treatment of the nervous system whether that's treating the container and that concept is basically that the nerve the nerve pathway travels down the body you know, through or being surrounded by muscles and other tissue around certain bony landmarks, so we can try to improve that uh, space because the nerves basically need three things: they need space, they need movement, and they need blood flow. And if the nerve is compressed at some point, obviously that'll decrease the space, and then that will possibly decrease the blood flow, which can then limit motion. And the nerves don't like to be pulled on. Uh, excessively and that can cause part of the the problem with peripheral neuropathic pain so getting the nervous system moving better and uh, decreasing sensitivity of the nervous system and working on the direct the pathway of the nerve that or the, the nerve pieces that you think are involved and then with central sensitization I would say it's a it's a multi-prong approach we use a lot of the techniques from the other two um, but also a great deal of education, um, neurophysiology education based on a lot of different great research that, that shows that we can change the brain and how the brain processes information um, and help people to um, decrease the sensitivity of their own nervous system over time. So that's a really, really uh, basic overview of the three different types of pain that we look at in physical therapy and and any other uh, domain but this this can provide some information about how to classify patients and greatly guide the the intervention selections and uh, prognosis and the ability to um, educate patients better so thanks hope this was um, informative and please email me at andersonphysiotherapy at gmail.com if you have any questions thanks